next on the 5 o'clock report. Trucks ready to go, our materials prepared. Is democracy still America's sacred cause? Nikki Haley can't get conservative voters. I think every kid growing up should have some kind of experience with finances. The best phone call I got was saying that they were okay. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Good afternoon and welcome to the broadcast. I'm Family Life News anchor Sarah Harnish. Winter storm warnings are now in effect for 30 counties in New York and Pennsylvania starting at 11 a.m. Saturday and running through Sunday afternoon. After hitting the snooze button, it is the first decent snowfall in nearly two years for dozens of cities up the East Coast, cities that are away from the snow belts. Kind of excited because we haven't gotten any snow yet. Oh, it hasn't snowed in, uh, in a couple years, so you know we're definitely looking forward to it. I want to buy a sled. 33 million people are under warnings from the south to New England. D.C. hasn't had snow in 718 days. Philadelphia, 705 days. New York City, 690 days with no snow. We're totally geared up. I know a lot of people haven't seen snow in a long time. Depending on where you live, you could see snow, sleet, ice, or rain. Boston is expecting eight inches of snow. Some cities along the ocean, a foot. Officials in Massachusetts could initiate a full call-out, meaning 3,000 pieces of equipment could be utilized. Right now, we're expecting this to be a really pretty sizable statewide event. Hardware stores in Massachusetts, Vermont, Maine, New York, seeing an uptick in business. This woman was holding a three-foot ice scraper. This is the best thing I've ever seen in my life. For the Family Life listening area, Kevin Williams calling for an inch or two in Erie, four to six inches for the southern tier, as much as eight inches for Scranton, 10 inches for Oneonta, New York. The snow belt's getting a breather. Kevin has more details coming up in a few minutes. President Biden is on stage in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at this hour. He's marking three years since the January 6th Capitol insurrection. A day forever shared in our memory because it was on that day that we nearly lost America, lost it all. Today, we're here to answer the most important of questions. Is democracy still America's sacred Cause. Biden says President Trump should have come out of the White House to call off those who entered the Capitol that day. Donald Trump watched on TV in a private small dining room off, my oval, oval, off the Oval Office. The entire nation watched in horror. The whole world watched in disbelief. And Trump did nothing. He says Donald Trump is a threat to the nation's democracy. Meanwhile, just 10 days to go until the Iowa caucuses, the candidates fanning out across the Hawkeye state, delivering their messages to voters. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis began his campaign as a top contender to beat former President Trump in the Republican primary. But now he's locked in second place with Nikki Haley and a confident Trump is dozens of points ahead. We are only weeks away from making history and winning Iowa's first in the nation caucus. Trump predicting an overwhelming victory in Iowa as his rivals challenge each other. DeSantis says Trump's lead does not concern him. Trump has always been leading in the race. I mean, he's the former president. He's uh, one of the most famous people in there. But you're not even the top there. challenger so to him now. We are the top. I'm the only one that has a chance to beat Trump and win the general election. Nikki Haley can't get conservative voters. Trump makes his first Iowa trip of the year tonight, holding a rally in Mason City. The countdown is on. The Attorney General of New York wants wants former President Trump and his company to pay $370 million for inflating the value of his assets for more than a decade. That's according to a penalty request filed by New York Attorney General Letitia James today in Trump's civil fraud trial. 
We're learning more about the shooting at a school in Perry, Iowa, Thursday that left two dead and five wounded, including the principal. Police say teen Dylan Butler took his own life, but not before he killed a sixth grader and shot several others. This teen was walking into the school as kids were running out. Like, there was a bunch of kids that ran out and they're like, yo, go back, go back, go back to your car. There's a guy with a with a gun. We learned today it was the principal that cornered Butler in the school cafeteria and tried to talk him down while kids ran out the doors behind him. That principal survived. They say he likely saved dozens of lives. He was one of the people shot. His daughter had kind words today. This morning, a post from the daughter of the principal, Dan Marburger, saying her dad was in surgery all day and is stable, calling him, quote, a gentle giant and amazing person. The town clinging to one another and honoring the first responders and the principal who saved lives. We are very strong. We'll get through this because we have each other. And better late than never, a letter mailed in 1943 was finally just delivered to a family 80 years later. As I get older, I appreciate more and more the extended family, especially my nieces and nephews. I just have more of a sense of continuity of life, of families. The letter addressed to Louise and Lavena George resurfaced recently at the post office and was shipped along to the state of Oregon. Still to come on the 5 o'clock report, medical leave during pregnancy, tour bus crash in New York, and an exclusive interview with author Max Lucado. But first, weather with Kevin Williams. Partly cloudy this evening, turning cloudy tonight, below 20 to 25. Cloudy tomorrow, high temperatures tomorrow in the 30s. Then we watch the weekend storm move up the eastern seaboard, bringing snow to the entire region late Saturday into Sunday. With the focus, though, on the higher elevations across parts of central and eastern Pennsylvania and southern New York, where the amounts of snow could exceed half a foot. There could be local amounts to 12 inches over the Poconos. Thank you, Kevin. Checking the stories, making news where you live across New York and Pennsylvania. Let's talk a little more about that storm. Towns across eastern PA and central New York bracing. For most of us, it's going to be a breeze, an inch of snow or some freezing rain. But if you're in eastern Pennsylvania or central New York or the southern tier, there could be as much as six to eight inches of snow. News anchors in Scranton, PA say for them, it's been a while since a good snowfall. It has been nearly two years since the Scranton area saw a storm like this one. So it's not going to be the biggest one we've ever seen but because it has been so long that is likely why so many of us are talking about it it's just funny it's been so long since we've had to deal with this so march 12th 2022 we got seven inches in our backyard so about two years that's crazy wow that is just yeah nuts yep (laughs) PennDOT says they've been getting ready for a storm just like this since the fall. Multiple people were injured when a tour bus carrying passengers rolled over today on a highway in the southern Adirondacks. The crash occurred just before 1 p.m. on the Adirondack Northway, north of Lake George Village. A video shows a bus resting on its side. Governor Hochul issued a statement saying the New York State Police are on the scene performing rescues. There's no word on the number of injuries. A little more on Governor Hochul. She is pushing aid for paid medical leave during pregnancy. Family Life's Mark Webster has this story. Yeah, pregnant women in New York would have 40 hours of paid leave to attend prenatal medical appointments under a new proposal from Governor Hochul. The Democrat says New York has an infant mortality rate of 3%, which is higher than just about every developed country in the world. Currently, the state's paid family medical leave policy only applies after the baby is born. If approved, New York would be the first in the nation to establish state 
statewide coverage while a woman is still pregnant. Mark Webster, Family Life News. Kids in high school in Pennsylvania and their parents are reacting to new requirements that financial literacy be taught in every school in the state. I think every kid growing up should have some kind of experience with finances. Knowing about your credit score, what affects it, hard inquiries. Uh, I didn't know what a hard inquiries till I was 30 years old. The class is launching in 2026. Now highlights of an exclusive Family Life interview with prolific Christian writer Max Lucado with our own Greg Gillespie. Let's listen in. I encourage people, even if you don't know what God is doing, Lay claim to a few promises and just hold on to them. Hold on to them like a barnacle holds on to a boat. God said all things work together for good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. That's a promise. And so rather than listen to the problems of the world, turn your attention to the promises of God. Engrave them on your heart. Let them be a part of your life. Write them on a sticky note, put them on the bathroom mirror. Focus less on all of these problems. Focus more on the promises of God, because these promises are what we need to get us through this very, very challenging age in which we live. What else about Abraham's grandson, Jacob, gives us in our time the strength and encouragement to never give up? I would have given up on Jacob. I so would have given up on Jacob. But God never did. God will allow us to feel the consequences of our bad mistakes, but he never abandons us entirely. Never, ever, ever. And I'm thinking there might be someone who's listening who thinks that God should give up on me. You know, I fumbled again. I've cheated again, or I've lied again, or I've fallen again. I wouldn't blame God if he gave up on me, a person might be thinking. The truth is God won't. He won't. He'll keep coming. He'll keep sending messages. He'll keep reaching out. So reach out to him in response, because that's that's the message of Jacob. And that's really the message that people need to hear today. So many people are close to giving up, Greg. They're so close to throwing in the towel. You know, I hate to to bring up this somber statistic, but the suicide rate is the highest it's been since World War II. We live in a world full of division, anger, bitterness, polarization. It's just a hard day for many people. And what they desperate, what every person desperately needs is the proper understanding of God. God not only is, but God cares. And we have a caring God. We do. That's storyteller Max Lucado. You can hear more by checking out the podcast at familylife.org slash newspodcasts. It's time next for tonight's market report brought to you by Faithward Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti. Stocks are up to date and the first week of trading in the new year. Non-farm payrolls beating Wall Street's expectations and the prior report. The unemployment rate coming in lower than the consensus. Durable orders unchanged. Factory orders rose 2.6 percent, higher than expected. 
The NCAA and ESPN have reached an eight-year deal worth $920 million to broadcast college sports. Under Disney, ESPN will broadcast 40 championships, including more women's sports as well. This comes after their current 14-year agreement worth $115 million. Peloton shares climbing after announcing a partnership with TikTok as the fitness company tries to rebound from falling sales by offering fitness videos and classes on the social media platform. S&P 500 sector gains coming from financials and communication services, losses coming from consumer staples and real estate. Crude oil closed above $73 a barrel. The Dow up 25 points, the Nasdaq gained 13, and the S&P 500 added 8. FaithWord Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more online at faithwordadvisors.com. There is an antidote to financial worry. Hi, I'm Rob West with the Faith and Finance Minute. A survey from Bankrate.com found an increasing percentage of people are worried about their finances. Respondents said their money situation has had a negative impact on their mental health. Some had trouble sleeping. Some felt a sense of anxiety. These are common responses to financial concerns. How grateful can we be that Jesus spoke to these very things in the Sermon on the Mount? Remember? He said, do not worry. Your heavenly Father knows what you need, but seek first His kingdom and His righteousness. So if you're financially anxious, take it to the Lord in prayer. Pray for His kingdom to come and His will to be done, and trust Him for His peace and provision. Discover the best Christian financial articles, podcasts, and videos by visiting our website, faithfi.com, or by downloading FaithFi, Faith and Finance from your app store. Coming up on the 5 o'clock report, the dog that ate four grand. We've got that story after one last peek at weather. Here's your family live weather forecast. We're watching a storm system that's going to bring our region snow this weekend. The track of the feature up and off the eastern seaboard still suggests the heaviest snows in our region will be across parts of northeast Pennsylvania into the eastern southern tier of New York. Mainly cloudy and cold tonight, the low 22 to 27. Cloudy tomorrow, snow will arrive in the afternoon in Pennsylvania and then spread north into New York State at night. High temperatures tomorrow in the 30s. That snow tomorrow night will then gradually taper Sunday. The accumulations will range widely across the area, from barely an inch in Niagara to close to a foot in the northern Poconos. High temperatures on Sunday in the 30s. Thank you, Kevin. Finally at five, the dog eating your homework is one thing, but the dog eating your money? That's another. A Pittsburgh couple with a 100-pound golden doodle named Cecil recently brought home $4,000 in cash to pay some contractors who requested they get paid that way. All was fine with the plan until Cecil decided to add some greenery to his diet. I walked back into the room and then all this cash is just strewn on the ground. He's just standing there and I'm like, he ate some of this money. That led to a comically messy situation. We had to have like the majority of the serial number on both sides and the bank said if we taped it, that would help. So I'm bringing everything in in a plastic bag and like I think I brought gloves for them. It brings new meaning to the term money laundering. When the washing was done, the couple recovered all but $500. They plan to mail the remaining pieces to the U.S. Treasury Department in hopes of recovering more, but the story that they can now tell about Cecil the money-grubbing golden doodle is priceless. And that is the world that we live in for Friday the 5th of January. I'm Sarah Harnish and this is the 5 o'clock report on Family Life.